Genre. To Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man, one Peter fleeing minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Zach Luna. And I'm Mark. And I'm Nathan. And we're uh, from DC Cinematic Minute. Welcome back, guys. Thanks Glad for to having have us. You. Absolutely. Hey, thanks for, having thanks us. for closing out this week with us. All right. Well, today we are talking about Minute 50, which starts with the police realizing that Peter has escaped and ends with General Slocum arriving at Quest Aerospace Proving Grounds Bunker Number Six. Very specific, nicely done. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, this is the uh, the quiet reflection minute, I guess. Uh, it's mm-hmm. the 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 film kind of taking a breath before we launch into the next big thing because. The big events uh, of shaping Peter's life have happened, and we have just some time to digest it. I, I, I was thinking while we were rewatching this minute that it is kind of interesting that we have a full 60 seconds of the runtime just dwelling in the emotions of what just happened. That we, we don't immediately jump into the Quest Aerospace scene with gliders and goblins and things like that. That we we have already had... The confrontation, we've already had the realization of uh, Uncle Ben's killer and whatnot, but then we have a solid minute of runtime that is just pausing, I guess, and and and, and waiting. And I think it's mostly um, buoyed by the score here, which wasn't really present a lot in the previous minutes this week, so it's nice to hear it. Really. Is it too much time to for you to digest it, or is it too little? Hmm. I think it's good. I like it. I, I, think, it's, I think it's a good amount of time. Yeah. I, I, I like that. I like when it's a moment. 40, 45 yeah. seconds, 45 something seconds. like that. Yeah. 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 So if this was a comic book and you're reading it, there would definitely be some thought bubbles, wouldn't it? Like some kind of like existential mm-hmm. questioning in his, mm-hmm. in his mind, like, you know, kind of yeah. where do I go from here? Or like, you know, kind of reevaluating uh, your uh, priorities or yeah. like yeah. your morals at that point. And, you know, but here it's silent, but you get, I mean, I guess you get the music. That's the only yeah. big difference. Yeah. yeah. So does that is that an equal substitute or is that not good enough? Do you want some kind of? Uh, I mean, I don't want like voiceovers. I don't want sure. like the. No, I mean it's a visual narrative. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we do get in, so in is, comic book form. We get regular narrative in the panels, you know, from, okay, from the yeah. author and stuff. I think so this is one of the hardest things to adapt in terms of comic book things, or, or in terms of one of the few things that I think. Uh, the cinematic form has a bit of a um, a hand tied behind its back around is that it's it's mm-hmm. really tough to depict like a, a moment of quiet thinking to yourself yeah cinematically it's hard it's to so, do yeah 
And like a, a, a different form where it works, it's really easy to do something like this is like a musical. I think if, if this were like a musical version of this story right now would definitely be a big song that just explains what you're thinking. Cause in a song, it's much easier to literally write out the, the inner feeling that's happening there. Um, but it, it, it would sound goofy if he was, I don't know, writing in a notebook or whatever. And in the comic, you can just write the thoughts in a novel. You yeah. can just write the thoughts, but on film, this is a tricky thing to do. And for the most part, I think it succeeds here. I don't know. What do yeah. You I mean, I, I think I, it works. It's sort of like big and, and romantic in its tragedy mm-hmm. um, with him sitting on this gargoyle, looking out, at the at the city and just it, it's sort of what it what it signifies to me is you know you have this kid who made a bad choice and lost his uncle and now he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders and so you have this little guy looking out at this big city and i think it's the beginning of him feeling a responsibility mm-hmm. for this city. Like I couldn't protect my uncle, but I can protect this. That's a nice way to put mm-hmm. it. Yeah. He's all yeah. Batman brooding. There is yeah. a, a yeah. Spider-Man musical, isn't there? Yes, there, there is, is a Spider-Man yeah. musical. Yeah. <laughs> so do they have like inner monologues and inner songs in, in that, at this moment in them, in that play? Does anybody, I, uh, I honestly anybody don't know. I haven't play? read it yet. <laughs> yeah. I, I will. Yeah, we will. I'm sure one day sit down and read the the text and uh, and yeah. Listen to we're it. gonna we're gonna we're definitely gonna cover it on our uh, weekend edition at some point. But, um, we haven't we haven't gotten to it yet. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> exciting. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's what this moment sort of signifies for me. Yeah, uh, and, and it's yeah, it's done cinematically and it's done sort of artistically and not overtly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that makes it, I don't know. It just sort of becomes this language of cinema that people just sort of, you know, when you're watching a movie, you tend to sort of just accept at face value of yeah. like, Oh yeah, this is just, this is how movies work. Like this yeah. is the flow of a movie and, and you're not really thinking about, why you're looking at this right now. Yeah. Um, and that's, what's great about this format that we're in, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, breaking it down is like, you can look at this and be like, no, they took the time. They brought Toby on set and they took the time to shoot this. Why? Right. Yeah. Why is this worth spending time on? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I want to jump back really quickly though. I did notice this in the beginning of the minute when the cops, you know, storming up the building and whatnot um not one of those cops looks down from the window there's a dead body right below them <laughs> with a big floodlight that just saw it too. these cops that are in the building obviously weren't the same cops that were on the ground to watch this body fall so they have no idea but there's still a giant floodlight that should be hitting that body as well as the cops in the tower not a single one looks down like, oh man <laughs> What even Spider Man could have jumped down and been like, "Hey, see you later." It's like, nope, they look all up and down. He could have been underneath the windowsill on you underneath know, the floorboards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He could it have is been a move he behind. uses later the uh, the underneath the windowsill bit yeah. in this this very same movie. He will pull that off. I, I if we do want to talk about this shot, one thing I love about that is the the audacity of the camera movement that um 
it's on a, an actual physical set and we start uh, well inside the set and then pull back out the window and then mm-hmm. widen out, you know, on a crane, crane shot. Yeah. A crane yeah. shot. I, I love big, weird movements like that when, when they serve the thing well, that like we start in their perspective and then we move into what feels more like Spider-Man's perspective. And then we yeah. can, can fade over to the, the cityscape later that like, the the camera itself is getting almost superhuman uh, abilities at that point. I eh, I like it. It's mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in the uh, in the Kep draft, um, I hinted at uh, something crazy happening. That's uh, right. So it happens uh, instead of the gargoyle thing. He actually uh, when they see. Uh, so, so if you guys remember, he swung the thief, he caught the thief with webbing, swung him into, uh, the windshield of a cop car and they, they see him and immediately start shooting. And so he jumps out the window and starts crawling up the wall to the roof. And one of the other cops starts is, is shouting at them. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. He's on our side. Can't you see it? He's on our side. Uh, and, uh, the gunshot, the gunfire is like, keeps going and then Spider-Man is on the roof as a, a, heli- a, a police helicopter is flying by and Whoa. is like whipping wind everywhere. And he, he falls to his knees, shouts, no. And then in the, in the clouds around the, the helicopter, a gigantic image of Uncle Ben's face says, <laughs> always remember Pete. <laughs> The light, lightning flashes in the sky. Uh, it says, outlining Uncle Ben's face, turning it into a skeleton head for a split second. <laughs> uh, and then uh, it says, Spider-Man dissolves into screams of anguish. Uncle Ben's voice resonates from the booming thunder of the coming summer storm with great power. And Spider-Man <gasps> shouts, oh, God, please, no, I'm sorry, Uncle Ben, forgive me. Uncle Ben, great responsibility. Uh, and uh, and then Spider-Man runs off. That is intense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's they some went, Mysterio stuff right there. They went like, full yeah. Mufasa. They went full on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they That's went Lion full King. Mufasa. That's Lion oh, my King. God. Yeah. That's intense. Uh, I can't even imagine how that would. I can't, I can't even picture that on a big screen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can't even oh. picture that in a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> we'll I'm just thinking of Uncle Ben in the sky. That's <laughs> what, yeah, like, it's like that's hard. That's hard to pull off. Oh boy! In 2002, I would like to see them try. I would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what's funny is it's it's kind of because because Cap, of course, went on to write another Spider-Man uh, script, uh, The Amazing Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and. He that, also wrote Jurassic Park. The, well, well, yes, but yeah. that's not relevant to what I'm talking about. I just like mentioning um, it, Scott. <laughs> but the but the the bit with Spider Man on his knees, a helicopter flying around him. <gasps> he reused it. Oh it's an amazing Spider Man. You're right. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Oh, when he's when he's like gearing himself up after he got like shot in the leg. Yeah, 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 and he's okay. and he's yeah. isn't he isn't he like handcuffed at that point, and then he's like gonna like flip backwards and escape yeah. or something like that, right? Right. Um, but yeah, and there's like, like a that, whole apparently, slow motion bit with the helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, Cap just had 
the visual of a helicopter surrounding Spider-Man in his head. Yeah. Uh, and, and couldn't shake it and eventually wrote it into a movie that actually got made. That's incredible. Um, Do you think he wrote the, like the scenes for the, the teaser trailer we mentioned yesterday, the, uh, the infamous nine 11, uh, Remove for 9-11 trailer where the whole the whole crux of it is spider-man taking out a helicopter like the whole that's yeah. true yeah <laughs> that's very true yeah Are helicopters i don't know really that's a good question i'm there they're around right uh, i i don't know i don't know helicopters i've spent a grand total of like 14 oh. hours in new york city i i don't know uh yeah oh yeah there's hell there's tons of helicopters are they, it's a normal thing Oh yeah, because that's because uh, think about it. Like when you're really rich and you want to get across town in a hurry, you take a helicopter. It's faster. I mean, you I don't see have to go through movies. traffic. Scott oh, knows. Yeah. Scott's really like <laughs> helicopters yeah. everywhere. That's the, there's helicopters because there's helicopter like pads on like all, all the skyscrapers for there's that reason. A, that's right. Helicopter, hella Uber copter. Yeah, hella oh, Ubercopter. Co- think yeah. Cooper. I don't know. That's a business. A listicopter. Hella 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 Uber. Hella Uber. Uber Lyft. Yeah. Hella Uber. Hella Uber or Liftacopter. I kinda like Liftacopter. I think Hella Uber sounds more Hella Uber. Hella Uber is the like Silicon Valley version than like Northern California. That's that Hella Uber right now. Um but helicopters, man. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, <laughs> so helicopters, helicopters and Spider-Man cap- go together. Apparently, like peanut butter and jelly. Apparently, at oh. least at least as far as David Kep is concerned. Yeah. <laughs> my oh so. my, I I'm really glad they they went with a a lighter touch in the final <laughs> yeah <laughs> the final approach here because that's a lot. I mean it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't even imagine no. watching that in theaters like just. <laughs> What's happening right now? <laughs> I could understand this impulse if this were like a a scene later in the movie or later in the franchise where like Spider-Man is having bad dreams and then we like flash into this whole malarkey and then at the end he wakes up covered in sweat. But for it to be in the like normal text of the of the narrative right. is so yeah. outlandish. This reads like a horrible nightmare of like on a, a, a an exist, existentialist well, level. Uh, here's the weirdest part about it because I I have to I have to bring it up now because if I bring it up later, it's not going to uh, it's not going to have the full effect of of what is happening. So uh. that happens. It says lightning flashes, gunfire echoes in the distance, sounding like the dull cannon booms of a faraway funeral. So it leaves him on the roof. It just cuts to like an establishing shot. So he gets captured. We don't know. They don't show it because then it cuts to daily bugle day newspaper drops on a desk. Who is Spider-Man? Oh, wow. Can you imagine <laughs> that abrupt of like a tonal shift that... from 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 Mufasa Ben to <laughs> Jameson? If oh. they took out the helicopter in that whole scene, I can I can almost picture him, you know, the whole like crying out, you know, Darth Vader, no, with the the cloud, and obviously he's you know really emotional with thunder and lightning and whatnot but the addition uh, of, a, of a police helicopter there it's like you 
you're caught. Like you're done. Hey, sorry. Who is <laughs> right. Spider Man? He's Peter Parker. He took his mask off. He was right. like, <laughs> right. he, was, he was his fingerprints. Like that's it. Yeah, because if you if you cut out of the scene with the police helicopter still there, there's no other way to infer that situation ended than with him being captured. Like yeah. I would just assume that at the point. That is weird. Uh, he 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 must have been on a helicopter and was like, like, just like, wow, Spider Man film. I could do that. Like I could, <laughs> wait, wait. like, like Dude, I could picture Sp- picture Spider Man on a helicopter. No, no, no. Like, uh, <laughs> David Kep. Yeah, like he could have yeah. been on a helicopter and been like, I can see it now. And <laughs> like Spider Man has like the you know he's doing the hand frame thing. He's like, I could see Spider Man, and it was like so like him being on the helicopter. He's like, I can see a, sh- a nice shot from a helicopter point of view or something or <laughs> and just like from then on he was fixated on the helicopter thing <laughs> he just or maybe he yeah. just pulls out a like a moleskin notebook out of his jacket and just writes helicopter like <laughs> 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 yeah that's uh, it that's so so from this from this Jameson scene which is which is the Jameson scene that's in the movie the uh, mm-hmm. later in the movie where he's like uh, you know, we sold out all four printings, sold out yeah. every copy. Spider Man, page one tomorrow. Uh, that that scene, time. yeah, right. But but uh, when when that scene ends, we cut to a scene of MJ getting attacked by thugs. Spider Man saving her, and it's it's literally like I can I can pinch the scene in my like between my middle finger and my thumb like it's it's not a full page it's it's like it's like half a page like maybe a little maybe a third of a page and that's that's it and then it cuts to like jameson again and it just keeps going back and forth between spider-man doing stuff and jameson talking about spider-man it's like a little like montage of of stuff and i just it just feels like there is not enough room between what just happened (laughs) with 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 the with the burglar and everything to like now you're cutting to like a look spider-man's fun montage like no no it is not time for this inappropriate (laughs) inappropriate inappropriate conduct movie i mean in their defense like to write such a mufasa uncle ben scene i'd be burned out after that like all right let's just do a montage i don't know (laughs) like he's a menace the guy puts so much things i hate him (laughs) so much energy into the helicopter mufasa bit that he was just like i don't even know where to go after this yeah (laughs) in a montage so we need to talk about we need to talk about this Aunt May scene. Oh sure, um, yeah, it's it exists. I, I, what, what do you guys think is happening here? Because he can't possibly be telling her about Uncle Ben's death. That's right? what I was saying. Like the cops no. didn't tell her at all. Yeah, no, he they had to have. No, they like, there's yeah. no way. They call they call the next of kin immediately. That's like the procedure, right? Like. Right. Well, no, no. If they're dead, they come to your house, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They shoot no. you a text. They shoot yeah, yeah. They yeah. shoot you. They send you an email. Um, and then they call a few days later. You might want to check your spam box. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they send you a Snapchat. And they go, is this your husband? God, that is awful. <laughs> oh, like this him, this guy him. Uh, but but yeah, so the, the scene is weird. So like, I, I mean, is... Is this like 
is this Aunt May having just been worried about Peter in that mm, she yeah. knows what happened to Ben and Peter hasn't come home yet. So she's worried about him. And like, obviously this is, you know, cell phones don't really, I mean, they exist in this universe. Cause I think we see one with Harry later, mm-hmm. yeah. but Harry's also like loaded. So that's kind of what they're suggesting with the cell phone um, in that particular case. But uh, yeah. I, 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 it, 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 it seems like, I guess she's just staying up waiting, like, hoping she lose Peter too. Yeah. I think that's uh, like the breakdown. Cause you could read it as like the moment where she cracks and sobs almost feels like him telling her that uncle Ben has died, but it's probably more meant to be like all the worries she's been having about whether or not Peter was okay. And then just sort of it all, it right. all. It's flows like, out right there. It's like it's where her focus was. Like they're mm-hmm. like your husband died, and she's like, "What about my nephew? Your your nephew? My nephew was down there as well. Yeah, he was like, picking what, him up. What, in happened, the car. what happened to him? Yeah, yeah, what 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 happened to him? Is he? We didn't see your nephew, and so that's she's probably just been focusing her attention on being worried about Peter. Mm-hmm. And once she knows that he's safe, it sort of like hits her like a ton of bricks. Maybe. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's, it's certainly a, a kind of offbeat choice to not let us hear w- what they're talking about, you know, but, but like maybe that would have been too cheesy or too, uh, overwrought to like have a scene where we, we hear them reiterate the things we already know to each other when they both already know them. Um, that that like this scene is for them and not for us. It's personal or something. I don't know, but it it is just we we sit back at quite a distance and the scene plays out and we can't hear it and we don't know, mm-hmm. and then it it leaves. We don't ever like cut in closer to like see their faces or anything. It's just this one wide shot of this moment playing out where mm-hmm. their their sadness lands. I don't know. Maybe because it makes me uncomfortable, that means it's correct. Maybe that's the right choice i don't know maybe ah hmm i uh i I don't know i think they could have tried one more time with this whole shot i don't know Mm. if i like just a open shot but maybe that is what they want they wanted um Mm -hmm. and because having it so open makes you feel more vulnerable of like Mm. a moment Mm. um but if i had to take a guess i would say that she already got a phone call saying that but that Peter was missing. And for some reason, something in me tells me like when someone's missing, like you don't, you know, once he finally gets home, then it's like the floodgates kind of open, like right. of emotion. It's like, then you like, now you have the ability to like grieve and, and kind of let go of everything because um, I don't know. A lot of people are like that when it's like someone's missing, like you can't really break into emotion yet you're still just so worried about what's going on yeah and then when they finally show up at your house but it's like they kind of confirms everything and then it's like it's almost like the resolution is her crying now yeah mm-hmm. like the so. situation wasn't fully real until peter showed There's, up yeah without them. standing right in front of you yeah that it's just peter coming in the door and there will only ever be just peter uh i also uh feel the need okay so so one i need to point out that in the shooting draft it Mm. says uh peter at the front door opens it enters aunt may is in her bathrobe she's been waiting up we watch peter tell her the bad news see her reaction he moves 
to her and holds her. Hmm. So at least in the shooting draft, yeah, it explicitly says that Peter is telling her the bad news. But uh, I don't know. I don't necessarily believe that that's what's happening in this scene. Right. Right. Um, Her her reaction isn't big enough for that. Yeah. I think. Mm, Yeah. Um, it's also, uh, I, the other thing I wanted to point out too, this is the first time that Peter is concealing his other identity from people that he loves because he's back in jeans and a sweatshirt. Yeah. He doesn't show up in the wrestler outfit and it's almost like he's hiding the mask in the pocket or something as he enters the door. Um. Right. He's got this. Like, yeah, you, I mean, you, you really have to because it's like, because then you have to explain why you're dressed up like that. And then it's like, you, I mean, he's mm-hmm. like we talked about yesterday. Like, there's a part of him like this is all his fault, basically. You yeah. know, and it's like you can't show up in that. Like, you can't even show right. up in part of it. Like, it just would you would have to explain like, hey, this is this the decision that I made. And. I, I don't know. I, Uncle Ben went along and he got killed for it. Yeah. 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 Because uh, it's, it's, I mean, unbearably sad, but uh, a bearable life circumstance to, yeah, he took me to the library and this random thing happened. But it would be too much to lay on her at that moment. Uh, mm-hmm. That, oh, also, I, I was there and I could have stopped the guy, but I didn't because I was feeling selfish. I don't know what this is like a thing that has to happen for Spider-Man as we know him to exist. Mm. The, the him not telling her has to happen and him concealing his identity from this moment has to happen. But is it, is, is is he making the wrong choice here? I guess is what I'm asking. Should he have told her now? Yeah. Like, yeah, you have to be she, honest. She, I mean, that's that's what you need to do as a person. But I mean, obviously, that's not what he does. That's what kind of adds a flaw to that character, which, you know, makes a characters their uh, flaws. But like, sure. of course, you're supposed to be honest. Now, how many of us are actually have the the guts to be honest and to, to ask for forgiveness and stuff like that? Like, that's a hard mm-hmm. thing to do. Um, totally. My question was that is P- is Peter Parker in Spider-Man like that character? Uh, is he the one with the origin that like it has to be his fault when it comes to the the loved one dying? Like because like when you think of like mm. Bruce Wayne or indirectly responsible. Uh, yeah, I yeah. don't think that that he has to be indirectly responsible. the The main crux of it is that he could have done something to stop it, and he didn't. Not mm-hmm. right. not so much that like he he pressed a thing and then somebody he loved died that it's he could have done something to help and he didn't uh, but he didn't right. know the stakes at the time is is the mm-hmm. main point of the the spidey origin you can move a lot of things around that but i think that's the core of it yeah uh, yeah absolutely I, I mean i've always felt like the whole you know spider-man's secret from aunt may was was a part of it but then what was it uh what was that one more day or some whatever that story was called where you know she he was like oh i'm spider-man and she was like uh yeah duh i always knew that kind of thing <laughs> that was that uh-huh. happened that what was that it that was one one was it called one more day i don't know yeah he like what is that what it was when when someone died the and he went back thing. In time? When, yeah. when, when he when he sells his uh when he sells his marriage to mephisto yeah, yeah 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 i don't know i always felt like that 
with, with that um you know addition to, to to aunt may like knowing that side you know that she she kept it a secret because she knew that he wanted to keep it a secret um mm. i always liked that kind of relationship that that peter and aunt may had i, di- I didn't really see it as a you know you're in the wrong for lying to everybody eh. right mm-hmm. right i feel like in some of the earlier um I mean, it has been a while, but in some of the earlier Ditko and Ramita stuff, there was a phrase he used about the Aunt May situation was, I I can't tell her because the shock of it would uh, would would kill her, probably the like the, the yeah. surprise and the shock and all of it would. She, she's her, frail. Old lady. Her uh, her home doctor was like a regular character in the mm-hmm. comic because he mm-hmm. was stopping by so much because she got like, you know, she like would pass out and just get a bad case of the old ladies. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, I hate those and pass out or whatever. And he would just be like, you got to look out for her and you can't give her any sudden shocks. And so, you know, Peter was like, Oh, I can't tell her now because she would definitely die. Yeah. Um, It's like a built in, uh, secret identity justification. Uh, right. Mechanism, I guess at that point. Yeah. I I don't know. It's, it feels bad. (laughs) It feels, (laughs) (laughs) you should all feel bad. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, um, so, uh, you talked a little bit about, uh, your, your, your backgrounds with the characters sort of like growing up. Um, I think I, I just heard from one of you yesterday, but not the other. Uh, so <laughs> if you, if you want to, if you want to talk about, uh, like your sort of background with, with Spider-Man in general and like, and, and also just in general, like what your opinion of the character is, what your, what your favorite version of the character is that sort of thing all right well i was always a spider-man fan growing up um Mm -hmm. i remember some of my first favorite pajamas were spider-man pajamas and they had (laughs) uh, blue webbing under the arm so like that was really cool i always Uh, yeah so so that was awesome um but i i kind of i feel like i outgrew spider-man really quickly when i was introduced to batman the animated series uh-huh. and and more batman after that you know going into like justice league and stuff i was still you know always like spider-man was like oh that was cool i think he was the one that i related to the most because he was a younger guy and i was a kid reading comic books so it was like yeah I, you know obviously he was still older than me but uh-huh. it was still the fact that he was a kid going through these things that i think uh-huh. i was that drew me more towards him um but yeah i mean i i kind of kind of grew up apart from him um it wasn't until more recently in my adult years that I actually started to, you know, to, to read into it. I think it was, hmm, yeah, Superior actually got me back into caring about the character, which is crazy mm. to say because it's not even about Peter Parker, you know. <laughs> um, but, like, I, I, I feel like if, you know, it's like one of those things where, um, you know, you can choose any type of, you know, any, any particular superhero's powers, which would it be? And if, you know, you can't choose Superman... I would definitely choose Spider-Man. It's right. kind of close to, to to cutting, you know, that that ultimate super indestructible with these amazing gifts that you can do. So he was really cool. I, I appreciate Spider-Man. I do like Peter Parker a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't like particular versions of Peter Parker. I don't like it when he's 
too high schooly, which is I fear what these new movies are going to play towards. Which oh, kind that's of my favorite. <laughs> bums me out. Yeah, but like I, I like. I like Parker Industries, Peter. Um, Interesting. More, yeah, like he's especially more recently, now, probably yeah. maybe, maybe last year when uh-huh. he came back. Um, you know, learning to crawl and stuff like that. They sure. they took him to a different a different area of, of where I didn't know that Peter could could be. He he wasn't like you know Tony Stark smart or, or techie, and mm-hmm. he wasn't you know juvenile like how we've seen him before. But he was yeah. still. Hockey. He was still, you know, wisecracking Peter Parker. Uh, you know, one of my favorite things was actually at the end of Superior when Peter came back and he was facing Norman. And, you know, he's, he did that whole like nice purse and they had that exchange where it's like, oh, it's really you. Like, that's like something that I, I think Peter Parker would do. He's just like that, <laughs> you know, that wisecracker or whatever. Um, I think my favorite rendition film wise was mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield. I'm a big fan of Amazing Spider-Man 2. Big fan. Really? It's one of oh. my Yeah, it's one of my mm-hmm. top superhero movies. I wow. love that movie. Yeah. Wow. Um Andrew and Garfield just played him perfectly. It was he had the Brooklyn accent down. That's like Andrew Garfield <laughs> is my perfect Peter Parker. Cra- wow. High school graduate, you know, like senior year to graduate, graduating high, you know, that kind of thing uh-huh. and learn starting to dive more into the the tech side of of his gear and whatnot. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess a, a question I have is, um, I mean, cl- clearly like he was a figure in your, in your youth, uh, like mm-hmm. your earliest memories of him. But like, do you remember what the actual introduction was? We have some people who say like there were trading cards of Spider-Man was the first time they saw Spider-Man and wondered about it. We've had people on who said it was the, an animated uh, TV show or, you know, uh, the electric company or like, can you recall like how like did somebody tell you about spider-man or what was the first thing that um yeah that had what was it, it was yeah spider-man and his amazing friends was that what the title oh, was? the one with iceman yeah yeah, yeah yeah that was that was my i mean i, I assume that was my saturday morning but i just remember mm-hmm. watching that and uh, you know then my mom started you know you know buying me action figures and and clothes and stuff it wasn't until i was a little bit more uh developed <laughs> that i started actually getting comic books i don't know probably yeah. around like maybe nine or ten when i started actually reading comic books so then i you know i picked up you know a handful of marvel and you know some dc here and there but i do mm-hmm. remember spider-man being that one i'm trying to remember what the first my first one was oh gosh people are going to yell at me for the issue number um 262 black suit which one is that Oh, I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, You're that was my first. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my first Spider-Man issue was the black suit, uh, you know, Alien, and um, I, I, I remember loving it. I remember seeing, you know, I remember, I remember seeing the red and blue Spider-Man suit, and then this was this new cool black suit. I was like, oh man, this is awesome. I wonder who he is, and you know, just getting into that from from then on. And uh, well, yeah. Zach, Zach's, uh, Zach was under the impression that that was Spider-Man for the longest time. He didn't yeah. even know there was another costume. Yeah, exactly. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. As well, yeah, it was just like the order that you get the comics can sort, or or that you're exposed to it can just change your whole perceptive on it. Where I was like, oh, that's what Spider-Man looks like, you know? And it makes sense, yeah. you know? He looks more like a spider in that outfit than he than he does in the you know American flag version of the suit. But yeah, yeah. there's just there's so many interesting. I just love. I don't mean to put you too much on like a, a one-on-one interview there, but I, I always find it fascinating what people's first exposure to the character is because he's in so many different types of media 
and mm-hmm. and has a different like version of his his character in every one. You know, I I always just think that's great to to weasel out. So uh, thank you for for putting up with yeah, it. Yeah, uh, absolutely, a, not a problem. Nice story. What what about you, Mark? What 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 is your <laughs> sort of definitive Spider Man? Like the very first time I ever saw the character, or like no, just no, no, no. You already talked Spider-Man. about that. You talked about that oh. yesterday. I mean, your definitive version of Spider-Man. Like, what's the uh, honestly, be Spidey to you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd have to say my favorite like Spider-Man film that I think is like okay, that is Spider-Man. It definitely has to be Spider-Man Two. Um, mm. I do like Andrew Garfield, but I don't know if I like that series as a whole. Um, and hmm. it's, it's going to be a little interesting with, uh, uh, with the new homecoming coming out and seeing like how that places and if I am willing to accept that or not, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I, I have read, uh, superior Spider-Man and obviously because I love Doc Ock so much and, um, I also kind of read just a few issues of the end of amazing Spider-Man before it went into superior Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I kind of got that sense of that kind of Peter Parker, but, um, I don't know. Just something about Peter Parker's journey in and Spider-Man Two that I felt like, okay, that's a that's a hero going through some do some crap, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't even know what to say at the end of that. <laughs> I just I don't <laughs> yeah. <hearing> it. <laughs> no, I I and I and I knew we've gotten a lot of sort of um you know somewhat samey answers to that question, and so it's really it's really nice to have two guys on that have a very uh different perspective on uh on the spider-man character and come at it from different angles because like you know like it's it's cool that you like parker industries peter parker i'm i'm glad that that exists for someone because that someone (laughs) is not me um true and 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 so like but it's cool like i i love spider-man enough that i i i want everybody to have a version of Spider-Man to love. And so yeah. if that's the version for you, then I, that makes me happy that that version yeah. exists out there. I um, even take it as I far just, as like the, cool. the spinoff things like that. There are some people who are just go bananas for like the spider Gwen uh, character and oh, you yeah. know, her own series that she has right now. And it's not totally my, my personal bag, but I love that, 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 that exists, you know, that's there's a, there's a version of this character, this, very singular character. We mentioned earlier in the week that it's almost, um, it's almost strange that there's no equivalent character, like copycat character. Like you can have multiple speedster type characters, you know, for every Mm -hmm. flash, you have a Quicksilver for every, uh, Wonder Woman, you have, you know, a a power girl. You might have. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thor. Yeah. Thor Thor is way more direct, uh, translation there, but like, that the, the type of character, a type of power set, uh, is so easily malleable to multiple different characters. But it's it's interesting that the Spidey thing is not replicable anywhere else, other than like characters that are direct lineage of him. So it's cool that the character himself is. There's so many different variations of him that people can have one that they come to. I if if we can't have an equivalent like DC spider person, it's nice that we have so many types of Peter and miles mm-hmm. and Gwen and may and all of these other, uh, Spidey riffs. Um, 
I, I is, want everybody to love it. Yeah. <laughs> is is uh is Spider Gwen? What what do they? I don't read Spider Gwen. I don't. I, I was asking this, myself this question while I was driving the other day. But like, what do they call her in the book? They don't call her Spider Gwen. I'm assuming. They, they, yeah, she's Spider Woman in the book. Oh, they call yeah. her Spider Woman. Oh, okay. There's yeah. a what's the DC Spider Man? He's the the vigilant, not a vigilant. He's the 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 mercenary hitman guy. Uh, what's his name? That's his name. No, it's not. <laughs> Mercenary Hitman guy. Mercenary Hitman guy with spider powers. Yeah, he's literally the same age, same thing. He just has mm. a black suit. What's his name? I don't I don't know. I've never, I've heard, never of heard of that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah no, he um gosh, people just uh, just going to yell at us. Yeah. yeah see, I only know like uh like tonal uh approaches in the mold of like your Batman Beyonds and your Static Shocks and things like that, right? Like the yeah. yeah, Batman Beyond is the is the closest. Like Terry McGinnis is the closest sort of parallel to Spider Man, as far as I'm concerned, in the DC yeah. universe. Something uh, made me think of like the more recent version of Blue Beetle. No, it's oh man, what he's even in an animated sec, uh, animated. I was like, story. if you can name the animated thing that he's in, I, I can... think he's in Young Justice. I huh. think. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I right. have all of that. I don't know. Listeners, come to our listener group, <laughs> and uh, if you can yes. identify this character, please post him immediately. I would love to see, you know, like a, a character history or a story or something like that. That might even be something Absolutely. we could like read on Weekend Bugle or something, because I'm intrigued. Right. I've never heard of it. Yeah. Ugh. Uh. So uh, one last time, guys. Thanks for being on the show. Uh. It's very. It, it's cool to have a couple of DC guys' uh, perspective. Um, not to say that I'm I'm not a DC guy because <laughs> as we talked about early in this show, I'm a DC guy and then I also love Spider-Man. Um, so it's okay. I like them all, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah. no, you definitely, I definitely like them all. But DC is definitely the universe that I tend to uh, read, uh, hang my hat on. Yeah. Um, just in general. It's the one I'm I'm much more interested in. And then uh, one but, big Marvel character. <laughs> yeah, and then one big Marvel character, exactly. Um, so, uh, so yeah, thanks for thanks for being on, guys. Uh, you always bring an interesting perspective on things, <laughs> a unique perspective. Um, so I appreciate that. Tell everybody uh, one last time where they can find you. Uh, you can find us on all social media at DCU Minute. We do the Dis- DC Cinematic Minute podcast where we talk about Man of Steel, currently wrapping that up. And then we're going to be starting Donna Justice Minute pretty soon. And then, you know, that's uh, we also do Tarantino Minute. We're doing a minute-by-minute podcast on Reservoir Dogs right now. So you can check us out on iTunes at Tarantino Minute as well. All right. Uh, And of course, uh, we will be back on Monday. But in the meantime, if you haven't checked out our Patreon, you can go to duelinggenre.com slash support. Uh, You will want to do that because I, you know, we we presumably we did our Spider-Man Homecoming review uh, on our weekend edition, our weekend bugle. So if you want to hear that, if you want to hear what our thoughts are on Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, you're going to want to become a Patreon member. Uh, we just asked for, you know, a $5 donation a month. And uh, by doing that, you gain access to all of the bonus content for Spider-Man Minute, along with all the bonus content of all the other shows that we do um, at uh, that, that, you know, Zach, Nick and myself are all um, associated with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also uh, Norman, uh, who was on the show two weeks ago. Um so, uh, yeah, so go check out uh, duelinggenre.com slash support. 
become a Patreon member, help us uh, keep the lights on, help us pay for comics and movie tickets and <laughs> all the Spider-Man related stuff. Uh, turn off the dark soundtrack. Uh, I'm sure that's going to yeah. be a thing. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so check that out. Uh, the show, our weekend bugle uh, comes out every other weekend right now. Uh, and then during the hiatus between Spider-Man and Spider-Man two, uh, it will be weekly. Uh, so you're, you're going to want to become a Patreon member to get your Spider-Man minute fix. And there you go. So, uh, so yeah, uh, thanks again, guys. And, uh, we will be back on Monday with minute 51. Bye everybody. Bye.